Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates. On today's show, I'm doing a part two, a follow-up to another show I did about three days ago. The title of that show was Bioweapon Blues and uh, was assessing the death and disability from the toxic jab. So this will be a part two. There's just so much more information. I have a host of videos and slides, and this might be a long one, but it's still going on since the last one. I uh, died suddenly news on Facebook has just added reams of new stories, new tales from different people. And uh, so I'll read those, but I'm going to play a few videos. I think they're important just to kind of set the tone, um, just what's going on. And it's really an ongoing criminal act going on. The, the promoting of these toxic jabs hasn't stopped. So uh, you need to be very, very careful. And I mean, this is a this is a shocking one. This is like what you see inside. People have looked inside of these jabs, and it's just incredible the kind of uh, things that are in some. I don't know if they're all the same, but I think it'll become clear that there's stuff inside of these uh, inside of these jabs that don't make Bacterians, any sense. Uh parasites and this really is not cool. This means that the immune system uh, is so overwhelmed that if, yeah, if you've got to clean this, you will not have any time to clean up cancer cells. You will not have any time for all this other stuff. Look at this, it is everywhere. This blood is crawling with so many uh, bacterians and parasites. This is absolutely not normal. This isn't supposed to be this way. Normally the plasma is clean, but as you can see, this is absolutely crawling with all sorts of horribleness. This is not good. If you've got this inside your body, it's a ticking time bomb. So that was one video from um, that was from a site that I saw. And like I said in the last talk, you can go to the FLCCC website and look at the anti-COVID shot protocols. It includes ivermectin, a long series of ivermectin, like four to six weeks is what they recommend, with uh, other anti-inflammatory things. And, and other people have talked about intermittent fasting as well. I think that if you took the shot, I would definitely get into intermittent fasting. I would get into intermittent fasting if you didn't take the shot. Uh, but I think fasting is a way that the body can get into what's known as autophagy or, or death of certain cells. So uh, fasting is correlated with that. And this will be a video. This is all the injured in one town in Germany. So these videos are starting to come in. I'll play a few more. But this is just one. Uh, this was recently September 21st, 2021. And you can just see all the, the people either injured or killed by the death. I think the sad truth is that you're going to see more of that. Uh, in the future so that one doesn't have any stuff but this one's also this is from new zealand um this is another 
thing in a kind of a downtown area of New Zealand. Let's see if I can find it. Where there's more. Um, let's see, I can't find that. Let's let's do this one. I'll do the one, the COVID bioweapon. This I think is important. Um, where he t this guy talks about he's a doctor. He talks about how the the There are two lines in the state of Utah that make this the perfect jurisdiction to begin our campaign to take back America from the COVID pandemic scare. And while I will not reveal those because some of our strategy is based on the fact nobody seems to know that these lines exist. So while I won't unpack all of them, I'll let, give you a little bit of a tease around the edge. But what we did as I was here in Utah just uh, the last two days is we filed in federal court Griner v. Biden. Oh, you say Biden. We're talking about that is the, the, the big guy. The big guy. <laughs> and so in federal court, we have actually sued uh, President Biden. We've sued uh, the director of HHS. We've sued the Medicare and Medicaid directors, the CMS mandate directors, and we've sued them in federal court. And what we've done in that lawsuit is something that's really, really critical. And by the way, this is the tease into Utah law. When you use a term like vaccination, the public thinks that means I'm getting something that is going to stop me from getting sick or keep me from transmitting that sickness. That's cunningly what vaccination means. And it's actually defined in the statute is exactly that. It's actually the ability to put something into the body that stimulates the immune system. It turns out that the mRNA that's being injected into people is not that. In fact, specifically, what it does is it takes a little computer simulated strand of mRNA, it sends it into the body, and the body becomes a biological weapons factory. It manufactures spike protein. The injection does not stimulate any immunity. It actually is the instructions to make a scheduled pathogen. And the scheduled pathogen is defined under three different parts of the code. But it specifically includes genetic sequences derived from, are you ready for this? SARS coronavirus. That's actually a scheduled known toxin on the scheduled list of biological weapons in the United States Code. So a tiny little bad news is when I say the injection makes you into a bioweapons factory, I'm actually literally taking that straight out of the code. Yeah. It turns out that's not what vaccination was about. Right, so that's one. I'm going to also show right now the um, one from New Zealand. This is in a downtown area of New Zealand where they're listing all the vaccine injured. So you can watch this. We can just see all of them. They're either dead, myocarditis, injured. That's Queenstown Waterfront, New Zealand. Just listing all the people who vaccinated. I mean, like I said, this is a lot of a, this is just, it's an incredible flood of, of injuries and suffering. This is an incredible video that I'm going to bring up where somebody literally died the same day, like a day or two before this was shot. And they never mentioned it to somebody taking the new shot. Somebody went in and asked about the the dangers of the shot, and this is a this is a terrible story. Um, so this is the woman on the right. Shots here? We do. This is Canada. Those 
I have a question yeah. regarding the safety of it. Have you had any issues um, recently with anybody? Um, yeah, I mean, like, there is a possibility for side effects. Like, what kind of side effects? Um, forearm, yeah, fever, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, I heard that somebody died here two days ago. Oh, we're right after that. Somebody did die there, so it's just an incredible video. They don't even mention it. So this is like a huge bio murder industrial complex. It's just an incredible stuff. And they're still lying. I mean, I'll show this in the slides when I bring up the slides that just this week they're uh, looking for jabs uh, at, you know, telling people to get this shot that was literally tested on eight mice. And it's, they're putting it through in this emergency protocol because the emergency is still in effect, even though other studies have indicated that there's 99% zero, zero positivity in people, which means if that, if that study is true, everybody's already been exposed. So you don't need to walk around with a mask. You don't need to do anything. So we're in kind of a, <clears throat> a dystopia. Like it's not, it's not coming. We're there. So um, I'm going to play some, some Fauci kind of moving the goalpost. This guy's a monster. He's a total liar. He's very evil. And I'll show you some other stuff in the slides. I'm surprised he's still. They haven't frog marked. They haven't marched him out of the offices yet. After what he's done, just unbelievable. It turns people. out, uh, I'm one of them. I know you're one of them. A lot of people who got vaccinated got COVID anyway, and a lot of people who got vaccinated transmitted the disease to other people as well. And I'm wondering if, as you look back at it, and admittedly hindsight's 2020, do you have any regrets about the salesmanship? used to convince people to get vaccinated in other words did you oversell them did you give people the sense that if they get vaccinated they're sort of in the clear when in fact quite clearly that yes has yes he did yes he did well as you say retrospectively steve certainly if you look back now there has been understandably a misunderstanding about what a vaccine can do the one thing that has been crystal clear that the differences in severity of disease and death and hospitalization between vaccinated and unvaccinated people is profound. Yeah, it is profound. They found out that the vaccinated are more sensitive to disease than the unvaccinated. And they did a, just did a study out of Johns Hopkins that said the vaccine is 90, it's more, 98 times, up to 98 times more dangerous than getting COVID. People is profound. The, the likelihood of getting into a severe situation leading to hospitalization and deaths in an unvaccinated person is multi, multi-fold higher than in a vaccinated person. Complete lie. Yet, there is a perception that vaccine will prevent you against infection. And that isn't the case. It does. And you can go back now. They're probably trying to get rid of all the evidence. And I'm going to show some videos of these guys saying you're 100% safe if you get the vaccine different people i mean so they're, they're moving the goalpost 
these guys are they're incredible for all the suffering they've caused tens of millions of injuries in the u.s alone somewhat prevent you from getting infected but not nearly as well as it does to prevent you from getting severe disease yeah total monster complete monster so let's let's pull let's just get him like completely lying let's see let's do liars on tv you're not gonna you're not gonna get covid if you have these vaccinations vaccines prevent getting infected prevent getting <laughs> i mean these are direct contravening statements this guy's a total liar it's a total joke. I just cannot believe he's employed. Sick, prevent your hospitalization. Our data from the CDC today suggests, um, you know, that, that vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick, um, and, and that it's not just in the clinical trials, but it's also in real-world data. Now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. They're, they're okay. You're not going to. You're not going to get COVID. It's unbelievable. And this is even before they rolled out the booster, so they didn't tell you that you're going to be boosted until you're dead. But they're doing it now. So let's see. Um, here's another one. This is the guy who says, uh, you know, what does he say? He says, uh, you have to get, if you don't get your shot, you will, you have a, what does he say, like a summer of death and disability or something like that. This is off the charts. Let's see. I think this is the one. Well, you know, it's my rights and my parents' terror. You've been patient. But our patience is wearing thin, and your refusal has cost all of us. People who are incubators for every variant to come, walking around lawfully unvaccinated? That's psychotic. For the unvaccinated, you're looking at a winter of severe illness and death. <gasps> this, is the, this is the czar. This is Jeffrey Zentz, Z-I-E-N-T-S. He is the czar of the entire COVID, and this is... Unbelievable. Let's see if I can play that again. You know, like and to come. This is on the white around lawfully unvaccinated? That's psychotic. For the unvaccinated, you're looking at a winter of severe illness and death. For yourselves, your families, and the hospitals you may soon overwhelm. About this in a world of threats and tyrants, terror. You know what our biggest enemy is in America? Our fellow Americans. They are the ones that are propagating this outbreak. Being frustrated that there is still a percentage of the population are, who are not vaccinated. I wish that he would go further to restrict the activities of the unvaccinated. Vaccinated person having a heart attack? Yes, come right on in. We'll take care of you. Unvaccinated guy who gobbled horse goo? Rest in peace, Wheezy. You're... That's... A 25% can cause... We're going to find out later. Like I think ivermectin helped in 92% of cases. So this was all propaganda. This is very well thought out. There's a lot, and we'll bring up some names that who are involved in behavioral modification, behavioral science. I'm not going as far as saying MK Ultra, but they definitely thought out 
how to propagandize people. So people were heavily propagandized. And they were not, these mandates are forced. It's, it's a forced, forced shot. Um, if you go after somebody's job, it's forced. So I think a lot of these guys are going to walk it back and go, hey, you had a choice. Hey, you had a choice yet. No, a lot of these people didn't have a choice. It's a lot of damage, and they are. If you're willing to walk among us unvaccinated, you are an enemy. Well, you know, it's my right. And I mean, I'll go into this later, but you're going to have a new kind of class, uh, un unintentional, but the unvaccinated uh, are going to be in a different class than the people who took or people who didn't take the shot as opposed to people who took the shot. And then the people who know knew not to take the shot. That's going to be the most interesting play out as we go forward over the next years is who knew who got the memo not to take the shot because not everybody got the memo. And it certainly seems like there's an inequality in uh, class and wealth and fame, people who are suffering and dying. And some people, like you almost see it, the entire political class seems to be untouched. I can't think of anything, anybody in any uh, political office who has either had an overt serious disability or death. <coughs> Not one. I can't. Somebody send that to me. And people are sending me stuff now since I published this last one. Three days ago, people are sending me their stories, so they're not putting it on social media either. And I'm going to read some of those stories, so we're getting to that. Um, this is the recent HHS statement. Uh, let me see if I can pull that up. This is incredible. This is like this is I'm equal yesterday. That's yesterday, okay? So this is this is happening right now as we speak. They're still pushing these dangerous toxic substances. Let's go into, and then there's this weird ad about myocarditis that's out here about in children that's never happened before. But this is an important one here. And everybody under 30 and in other places, everybody under 40. The tree young people in many parts of Europe and everybody under 30 and in other places, everybody under 40. The tragedy that we're now learning that there's significant heart damage, 31% of people having physical activity restrictions. The Seattle study that 63% of children after myocarditis had evidence of heart swelling months down the road on MRI. So we were playing with fire. We didn't know what we were dealing with. They undercounted the complication rate, making the vaccine look safer than it really was. Overcounting cases in young people and hospitalizations making the COVID infection look more dangerous than it really was. And the tragedy is that we could have saved children from myocarditis. We could have protected this nation's children from myocarditis. We could have spaced out the vaccine instead of those that narrow three-week interval. No vaccine's given three weeks apart, and the myocarditis happens after the second dose. We could have let parents say, you know, if you only feel comfortable with one dose, it's okay to stop there. Instead, we had put a gun to their head saying, you got to come back in three weeks. And if you don't agree, you're in deep trouble. And we could have been honest about the risk. In healthy children, that risk is so low, it's lower than the risk of the vaccine. It's shocking. If your child is heart damaged at the age of 14, how is she going to do at 50? And no one seems to be thinking about the future. Um, you have, though, and we're grateful for it. Dr. Marty McCarry and John Hopkins. Much appreciated. Thanks. All right, so, you know, there's questions about everybody. 
there's something going on. Here's another one. This woman is just full propaganda TV. Um, great news, 100% effective. Well, what's really excellent is, uh, and it's a statistic that I think should be shouted from the rooftops, is that um, after 12 days from the first vaccination of the AstraZeneca vaccine, you are 100% effective against hospitalization and death. So, you know, those are the statistics we need to be hearing. Why, and yet, we, why haven't we heard that before? <laughs> well, here I am. <laughs> I mean, that, that is a, an excellent statistic, and I think it's one that does need to be shouted about, but it's one that's only just been released. You know, we, we only have some of the data available to us. Um, but certainly, even the 70% effectiveness is, an, is a very good statistic. It makes it highly effective. Highly effective, yeah, safe and effective. Wow. So here's here's I mean you want to talk about fascism and they're, this is coming out that these guys are in contact and they're gonna there's gonna be more information as uh, some of these lawsuits continue. But Fauci's clearly talking with Zuckerberg. I mean this is as fascism. access to the public face of that Facebook would see. I think it were three conversations that I had back and forth with him about promoting the use of vaccinations as a public health intervention. Like I have had over a period of time, and I'd have to check the dates, Senator, uh, yes. honestly, I, I'd have to get the correct dates, that Mark Zuckerberg uh, of Facebook uh, had contacted me to make some Facebook live discussions about encouraging people to get vaccinated and how we can make sure that people understand the importance of vaccination. So there has been, and that's public record. I think anybody who has access to the public face of that Facebook would see, I think it were three conversations that I had back and forth with him about promoting the use of vaccinations as a public health intervention. Like I have had over a period of time. Anybody One of the things that's rich about um, Zuckerberg is there was an internal leak of him talk, talking about the suspicions of this shot. He was saying, we don't know what the consequences of the MNRA shot is. It's uh, experiment. And they've changed the, the term. They actually uh, used to call the MNRA therapy, gene therapy, but they deliberately called it, changed it into the word back vaccine. But Mark Zuckerberg was telling his own internal employees their suspicions and then he censored all the information for the, the, the bozos who were on Facebook. So it's unbelievable. Like the two, the duplicity and double play. And that's another thing. Like not just politicians don't seem to be dying, but I haven't heard of any very wealthy person um, kicking the bucket from either or getting injured from either the vaccine or, or the virus. And I mean, they're, they're, we'll get into it on the slides too. There is a... There seems to be this huge cancellation in music music uh, shows. So a lot of people are canceling their tours and things. It's very suspicious, very odd. They should be touring now after the pandemic. So there's a lot of questions about the health of a lot of these people. I think it's important. And um, I think this next one is very, this guy's Michael Leiden, I think is his name. And I think he, during his inquiry with Reiner Fulmesh, the, uh, Kind of, there was a world kind of Congress or a grand jury into the vaccine, headed by this guy from Germany. Leiden was involved, and they found out in the stats of that 
that the the shots were given. There was different lethality of the batches. So you, if you took the shot, you can look up your batch. I think it's how bad is my batch online and see if your batch was one of the nasty ones. And then you have to ask why. And we'll see a slide later that'll peel the skin off your face. Um, should scare the living daylights out of you if you're thinking. Um, and we'll get to that. But the fact that there were different batches indicated to lead in that there was an experiment within the experiment is the way he termed it. But we're going to hear him. And this is really goes back to my theme. Hell is empty and the devils are all here. And so we'll get this right now. The clinical trials were fraudulent. There are court cases ongoing right now. The manufacturing was fraudulent. They didn't do the production R&D required. It would take at least two years to do that. Um, the, that, that means the regulatory authorizations were fraudulent. Uh, so FDA and CDC, the, U, the European Medicines Agency, the NHRA in Britain, they've all behaved fraudulently, pretty much by closing their eyes and just rubber stamping it. So they've not been tested, they're not safe, they don't work, they could never have worked in the elderly, and yet they are toxic. And then I talked at length, and I won't bore you with it again, that the very design of them could not have been more dangerous. They picked the only part of this purported pathogen, the spike protein, to express in your bodies. Your bodies are turned into a spike protein factory, and spike proteins are definitely acutely toxic in loads of different ways. Uh, autoimmunity, blood clots, neurological problems, impacts on fertility, and so on. So, so I've told you that they've created the impression of a scare. They've smashed the economy and civil society using useless measures. They've got you to wait for a rushed uh, so-called vaccine that was not shown to be uh, effective or safe, that never could have worked, even if the original setup about a virus, a viral threat was correct. And yet they've jabbed, I don't know, 4 billion, 6 billion poor souls. Uh, something like one in a thousand people have died. Um, we don't know how many more will die. But we're into double figures of millions who've definitely been killed as a consequence of this policy. And that tells you that the people who are doing this are, are ruthless, I'd say diabolical. That we're beyond good and, good and, good and wrong and right, okay? We're, we're, in, we're in the good versus evil. I'm not, I've not been a religious person, but I'm absolutely clear in my mind the only people, the kind of planning and thinking it takes to have done what has happened are people who, who, would, who would worship Satan. They're not normal people. I couldn't do one part of this and continue to be alive after I've done it. So, yeah, let's, uh, let's go to the slides. Hell is empty. The devils are all here. This is uh, this week. This is either one or two days ago. This is another evil monster. Her name is Rochelle Walensky. She's getting her updated COVID-19 vaccine. It's not a vaccine. Tested on eight mice. They rushed it through. Even Fauci has come out and said we had to do it under the emergency circumstances, considering that there's 99% zero positivity. Somebody's lying. I, I, I'm going to opt at this point that Fauci and this witch is lying. I would literally go to like my local witch, my local Wiccan witch, and go to her cauldron that had like bat wings and wings of you know snake scales and fill that with a Fill that, fill a syringe up with that, then take whatever these people are doing. And any, it's interesting too. I was looking at this picture. I don't see the syringe. There's like some prep going on, but I really want to see these people take the shot. I really do. And that, that didn't happen in this picture. So this is this week. 
Laboratory data suggests these updated vaccines increase protection currently circulating variants. And this is the whole thing. They always have pushed the vaccine. It's always, it's never your uh, natural immunity or anything like that. And they're putting it every two months. It's incredible. That's what they're promoting. These are demons, man. These are some of the most evil people. These are the, some of the most, I said this last time, the most evil people on earth since World War II and the Nazis. It's a, but it's a biomedical uh, fascist complex. Here's the one for the kids. HHS, get your child the best protection against severe illness, emergency room visits, and COVID hospitalization. Everyone six months or older. So they're giving it to infants. It is so sick. This is murder, man. You're watching, fuck. You're watching flat out murder. And these kids are going to get myocarditis. Even one in 10, like, I've listened to McCullough. Like, I put these doctors in the show notes if you haven't heard of McCullough, Corey, um, some of these good guys that are out there. But it's just unnecessary. These guys were ne- the young kids were never at risk. It's just incredible to watch. So this is HHS captured. They might as well be like freaking the Nazi party. And then um, this is really fascinating too because Biden, you know, he's obviously brain half dead. Maybe three quarters of his brain is gone, or his thinking is gone. So, and I do think that this uh, sea of injury and death from the shot is tied into the stolen election. I think it's part of it. Because that means that you just have kind of a criminal class that is unhinged to the electorate. And I expect this next uh, election to be totally skeezed out and criminal as well. But this was interesting because, uh, and it's interesting about the power dynamic between Biden and Fauci. So Biden says, oh yeah, the, the pandemic is over. And Fauci steps in and c- contradicts him. It's really incredible. He says, we're not where we need to be. Speaking with 60 Minutes, the president said in an unequivocal terms, the pandemic is no more. The pandemic is over. And then Fauci steps in. So once, and you want to talk about the money, once that statement was made, investors wiped more than $10 billion off the market value of the main COVID-19, quote, vaccine, unquote, makers on Monday after U.S. President Joe Biden said the pandemic. And you want to, that's just a huge amount of money. So there's massive amounts of money at stake. You now have to keep pushing all these toxic shots for the cash. You're just, you're in an incredible criminal act right in front of your face. There's no doubt about it. Robert Redfield, former director of Centers Disease Control, said the lab leak explanation for is supported by evidence. The death threat started. He has been deemed a conspiracy theorist. Whenever they call you a conspiracy theorist, you won. People call me a conspiracy theorist. I always take that as a badge of honor. Nothing I've really ever done. All my books and stuff like that, they're all backed up by evidence. This is like a death panel from V for Vendetta or something like that. COVID-19 response press briefing. This clown on the bottom right was like you have two arms one is for the uh COVID-19 shot and the other is for your um seasonal flu shot like never take a flu shot never take any shot I wouldn't take any shots I mean I generally don't give recommendations but I would never take you don't even know what's in there they're such liars they wouldn't even tell you they would just give some fake everything's fake almost all of their documentation is fake but these are monsters from Fauci, Walensky, Becerra is on that. I mean, it's incredible. I think he's the head of the HHS. He's a lawyer. He doesn't know. 
He's never been trained. He's a party functionary. Like if you ever want to like watch a communist state and they have their party hack sit in on certain things, that's what Becerra is, in my opinion. There she is. Vaccinated people do not carry the virus. They're actually getting sick as heck. Dr. Fauci, this is August 3rd, 2022. If you aren't up to date on COVID vaccines and boosters, you're going to get into trouble. So he's continuing to war. Fifth boot booster. So they're going to boost you till you're dead. And then this was a, an old one from, I think, Canada News. Like, if you're unvaccinated, should you get a jail time, denied health care, no penalty. Um, and this is another real winner. This is Pfizer's. This is 19th of September, 2022. They're back. Their shots expired. But hey, we're just going to extend the deadline to December, January. So crazy. Like how they, they just don't have any integrity. It's unbelievable. So they just like do their own thing. And then they're going to boost here in, I'm in California, California. They're still pushing this whole shot, the shot culture. Not these young kids are super healthy, too. They're like in their 18s, 20s. Almost nobody's ever written. I mean, they've been sick, but they've never had. I can't even in my own circle or heard of anybody ending up in the hospital or anything over this. So this is just pure evil and injury and death. And also the blood products right now are uh, not going to distinguish between people who got the shot and who didn't. And the people who got the shot, their bodies are, I don't know how long it goes on, but that protein is, is circulating. And then they changed, they literally erased a statement from the CDC website and they took off the MNRA and the spike protein do not last long when the body, our cells break down MNRA from these vaccines and get rid of it within a few days. They got rid of it. They just took it off. It's unbelievable. Not much, just like editing, my uh, memory hold it, 1984 style. And then uh holly's grilling a facebook executive he's coordinating with the biden administration to censor constitutionally protect protected speech that's fascism i mean the consequences like i've said this before and the last one was the consequences weren't something where it's a political thing this has health consequences for people serious consequences through this censorship that's why you don't have censorship that's why you have the bill of rights so these tech companies are all evil. It's a total joke. They're, mo- I mean, they're just totally monstrous. I need to destroy my Facebook page again. This is Peter McCullough getting censored. Over 50 Biden administration employees, 12 U.S. agencies involved in social media censorship push, according to documents. This is Thomas Renz. Pfizer and Moderna have admitted in federal filings that their MNRA injections are gene therapy. It's definitely not a vaccine and many side effects. So they lied about everything. They lied about it. It's not. It should never be called vaccine. You have to win the war of language first. So this is gene therapy. It's a shot. It's lethal. It's not safe or effective. And this happening, and Steve Kirsch is another guy. I'll put a link to him. He's done really good work. Um, But it's happening in Israel, too. There's all this weird lying and censorship and inappropriate stuff. And this is uh, Kim.com. Quote, this is the quintessential evidence about the origin of COVID-19 provided to the U.S. Senate last week by a former top executive of Echo Health. His evidence shows that the U.S. government funded the creation of COVID-19 
at the Wuhan lab in China. The evidence reads like a biological thriller. Insanely dangerous research with deadly viruses genetically modified for increased, increased potency and enhanced transmission to humans. And when the virus got into the human population, a massive cover-up from both the U.S. and Chinese government. 6.5 million people died and counting, not to mention those killed or seriously damaged by the vaccines while the U.S. pharma made over 500 billion and counting. Just a huge number, 500 billion. That's a lot of cover-up. Cover this is the biggest crime against humanity in the 21st century, and the U.S. government seems to have funded this global pandemic. What is the world going to do? What's the remedy? Trillions in damages? Who's going to hold the U.S. accountable based on this damning evidence? What's the venue for justice? Surely the U.S. government cannot be trusted to investigate itself. It's really true. It won't come out that the real, in my opinion, the real investigations will not come from Washington, D.C. It'll come from the state governments, the non-corrupt state governments. I couldn't remember the guy who was involved in the suit that got the information released about Naomi Wolf, but I remember it now. It's Missouri, and Schmidt was the, the attorney AG there. So all these states are really going to be the ones uh, getting this information. It's not going to come from the uh, It's too corrupt. The U.S. government's too corrupt in D.C. There might be little things here and there, but Who's holding the U.S. government accomplices accountable? The mainstream media for their paid COVID propaganda, big tech for their COVID censorship, big pharma for injecting untested and unsafe shots into billions of people while securing total government immunity against damages. It's time that the world holds the U.S. government accountable for all its malicious activity around the world. The EU must stop participating in the proxy war, U.S. proxy war in Ukraine, and listen to its citizens. They want peace. The world must stop accepting U.S. hegemony and U.S. dollar dominance. Well, the U.S. dollar dominance is going to be over pretty soon. So. Yeah, and if you're on TV, you're your own best worst enemy. I mean, I, I don't understand why people even watch TV or even comment on it. It's garbage. Garbage in, garbage out. This is a 13-year-old girl who died after the vax. And Jab Injuries Australia is a really good resource on um, on Instagram. And people sharing their stories. This is not just died suddenly news on Facebook, which will eventually be censored. I'm sure it will. But uh, the jab injuries Australia, they're showing pictures. So there's this, you know, pretty woman with her all her hair, and that's where she is now. So let that sink in. Elias Theodoru, 1988, September 11th, 2022, dead. Took two shots. These guys are usually the, the healthiest people on earth, MMA fighters. But irrefutable proof that MNRA vaccines cause vascular organ damage. This is from, I think it was from the Epoch News, Epoch Times. And this was censored on my Facebook page. So here's another slide. This guy's... Uh, just wondering what is going on in Albany, Washington. They, have, they just made at least 90, nine new rows at the cemetery here. I've driven past here for eight years and never seen them planning this far in advance. So it's just the cemeteries are piling up, now, at least in Al Albany, Washington. And this was interesting. I think this is either from the World Economic Forum or something from Davos or something, maybe some Switzerland. I can't remember where this is from, but they're looking at this whole social, you know, behavioral mechanism 
And I think that's an important component of this whole event that people might be overlooking, which is how they manipulated everybody to do this, how the massive propaganda and where they found the kind of fulcrum points to leverage people into this fear, their job, you know, care for other people. Some people took it because they thought they were doing a favor for their parents or whatever. Like, oh, I got to take this because I don't want to get my parents sick or my children sick or whatever. So it says COVID-19 was a test of social responsibility. A huge number of unimaginable restrictions for public health were accepted by billions of citizens across the world. world. There were numerous examples globally of maintaining social distancing, wearing masks, mass vaccinations, and acceptance of contract tracing applications for public health, which demonstrated the core of individual social responsibility. This is just a list of all the young kids who've been dying of heart attacks. And that's really what's scary about the shots is that it gives you subclinical myocarditis. So you don't get diagnosed, but you have 25% of your heart's damaged and you don't know it, or these people don't know it. And then they engage in high intensity exercise and catastrophic, catastrophic consequences. You have the largest Milgram experiment ever conducted. Well said, yeah. And then here's Naomi Wolf. I mentioned her last time in her book, War Against the Human, was part of the title. She admits, article admits Bill Gates was part of a global conspiracy to push the COVID vaccine. So I do have a couple videos for Bill Gates. Let's see. This is him. Somebody screaming at him. Crimes Against Humanity, Nuremberg 2. Nuremberg 2 was trending on Twitter, so people were definitely using that hashtag. DJ, wonder what happens to the jab in 10 years. I'm going to actually mention that. Nobody really knows. Five and 10 years out? Don't know. Don't know. So, I mean, it's, it's scary. I mean, I, if it was me, if I took the jab, I would do the FLCC protocol to a T. I would take all that stuff, pine needle tea, uh, Ivermectin, vitamin C, anything super healthy, anti-inflammatory, I'd be just, I would just be hammering that. Politico, how Bill Gates and partners use their clout to control the global COVID response with little oversight. Well said. So you have these non-governmental organizations, you know, just uh, manipulating everybody. It's really something else. And Bill Gates, he's not even an elected official giving advice on everything. So here's one from the hashtag Nuremberg 2. Families were severed, suicide spiked, addiction skyrocketed, businesses failed, careers were lost, adverse effects surged, cancer screenings were canceled, children were traumatized, and millions were dehumanized and segregated. Segregated. CDC, meh, those guidelines don't matter now. They literally just switched and changed the whole goalpost. It's unbelievable. This is McCullough saying that the S protein structure, too many, too many segments similar to human proteins. It means people were tampering with it. More will come out in lawsuit. And the emergency declaration, you know, that has to be ended. They're just gonna be manipulated, you know, manipulate this whole emergency. It's just really something else. This is Fauci's tie to Evergrande. Evergrande, a company with close ties to the Chinese Communist Party. 
donated $150 million to Harvard Medical School. Days after the donation, Harvard-linked experts suddenly changed their position condemning, condemning the lab leak idea. Wow, so that's like evidence of a cover-up. Bill Gates ordered the president of the United States twice not to investigate the ill effects of his MNRA injections because he knew they killed and maimed people. He's responsible for millions of deaths, infertility, and injuries, injuries around the world. It's pretty intense. Oh, and here, here's where he says the final solution. This is really incredible. Where's this? Where's the final solution? Gates' final solution. To limiting the damage. What, what innovation are you talking about? What's the number one priority? What do we have to innovate first? Well, in the near term, it's the scaling up of testing and prioritizing who gets testing and getting them a quick result. In the midterm, it's these treatments uh, that can cut the death rate down uh, potentially uh, dramatically. And then the final solution, uh, which is a year to two years off, is the vaccines. He literally says the final solution is the vaccines. Uh, wow. Cut the death rate down this probably is like an internal joke for him or something. Uh, dramatically. And then the final solution, uh, which is a year to two years off, is the vaccine. So we've got our... And he has that whole, like, old guy. He always has that sweater with a collared shirt. Hell is empty. The devils are all here, man. Another monster. Ivermectin reduces COVID death risk by 92%. Peer-reviewed study finds September 3rd, 2022. And then it's Corey's book, The War Against Ivermectin. I'll put a link into the show notes for that. So um, you can look into that. So they, there's not like, they, there's a lot of other doctors out there who are looking into stuff, pathologists, epidemiologists, who have been trying to kind of ramp up. Oh, yeah. Night, I got to tell you guys, nighttime, these shows that are supposedly entertainment or comedy shows, they're the most effective propaganda shows out there. They're worse and more effective at solidifying, solidifying ideas in the population, I think, than even TV news. I can win. I think I can win that argument because people are tired. They think the laughter's there. It, it influences them. They think they're together with the host. So there's this kind of feeling like, oh, yeah, we're all together laughing at these people. It's, I think it's much more powerful and much more. It has a deeper effect than even the news. Because you're laughing like, oh, they're so bad. Oh, these, these anti-vaxxers, they're so stupid. <clears throat> yeah, he's creepy. He's definitely creepy for all. COVID vaccine destroys natural immunity. NEJM study shows 12th of September, 2022. And then this is uh, Jacinda Ardern. Back in the day, 2021, she said, when the New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern was asked by a reporter if she was creating two classes of people, the vaccinated and unvaccinated, Ardern confirmed, stating, yes, that's what it is, yep. So they were definitely parsing the society between two different things. And who wanted to not be in that one group of the unvaccinated? And then the passports. And then she just flipped. She literally just flipped. It's up to you to do whatever you want. So they just changed the full goalpost. And then um, UK bans COVID-19 shots for children under 17. That's smart. I posted that. And then it's really how many people have died. Uh, there's different numbers. This is McCullough. The pro if protocols by McCullough, AAPS, FLCCC, and other organizations for the national standard instead of the NIH do not treat early guideline, 
Doctors Navarro and Hatfield estimate 500,000 would have been saved. My estimate is closer to 667. Suppression of early uh, RX was it drugs or whatever? A true mass crime. Yeah, it really is. It's a mass crime. And that's why these people are monsters. They they pushed this vaccine as the only way out. It's almost like a sales job. I worked with a lot of sales. I was a sales support guy. And that's what you do. You shape people to have only one outcome. This software is the best. This is your outcome. This is the way you got to do this. Whether you've been selling cars or refrigerators, this is the right one. And I think that that's what they did with this. It's the vaccine. You don't have any other. And they destroyed any other kind of stuff. And then the monster Fauci came in and said, yeah, I'm the science. It's clearly there's obviously different views. This is an interesting post, too. Somebody writes, Domestic oil is the new ivermectin. You can't have it because it would resolve the crisis they need you to go through. That's very true. You're, people are in the hands of monsters. Literal demon demon people. People are dying. Don't ask, don't tell. Dr. Murray, quote, the excess mortality data, miscarriage data, and dropping birth rates are accumulating from numerous, numerous places around the world. All data timed in relation to rollouts, Dr. Corey. It is an unmitigated humanitarian catastrophe that is being systematically censored. Yeah, so it's being censored. And like two-faced liars like Zuckerberg. Like I said, he told his own employees, hey, there's real questions about this MNRA thing, and then censored it for his, the idiots who were on Facebook. I'm destroying my Facebook page. I can't. I don't know. I can't really. just, just, social media is such a joke. It's just such a joke. Uh, this will not be on YouTube either. I know it's streaming on YouTube. I will take this down. Most of my shows, there's a lot of other shows that aren't on YouTube um, that you can listen to at William Rams. See investigates on iTunes, Podcast Addict, Spotify. Uh, they're originally hosted on Spotify. Um, so YouTube is involved in censorship too. So all these corporations you use are facilitating this this death, uh, this mass murder. I mean, I don't think you can think about it any other way. Dr. Urso, today the FDA approved bivalent BA booster because of an unspecified emergency. The booster was tested on drumroll eight mice. That's it. It will be given to millions of people next week. This is not gallows humor. It's just gallows. September 1st, 2022. No, it's not. It can You can find it on my Patreon. That'll be it. This is from the CDC website, September 1st, 2022. COVID-19 vaccines are safe for children ages six months to five years. No, they're not. This is your government. A new CDC MMRWR finds among the over 1 million children given the shot that really doesn't prevent you from death and you don't even need anyway. Reports of serious adverse events were very mild, very rare. Most side effects were considered mild or moderate. No reports of myocarditis, not yet. You don't even want to hear the reports, so what do you care? This is like the the parent. Paranoia, Toronto, star, if an unvaccinated person casters it from someone who's vaccinated, boo-hoo, too bad. I have no empathy left for the willfully unvaccinated. Let them die. I honestly don't care if they die from COVID, not even a little bit. Unvaccinated patients do not deserve ICU beds. This is the front page of the Toronto Star, August 26, 2021. Wow. And then here's the stories. These are people sending me stuff. 
As for the carrot, I work at a hospital in Scotland. People in my department have been decimated. The hospital lost a young Christian doctor who was under 40. I have the news reports for proof. As for my department, these are the diseases that have appeared in the last 500 days, about 100 people. One guy's blood cancer. Two guys were hospitalized with a coof after taking the carrots. One guy thinks he has blood clots, but they couldn't find anything. Yeah, microclots do not show up on CT scans. One guy almost died from myocarditis. He got blue-lighted to an ICE at a bigger hospital. He was told he had a genetic problem with his heart. One woman has liver kidney disease. One guy KO'd, then fell down the stairs, breaking his collarbone. He hasn't been back in a year. One guy dropped dead last Christmas. He was on the phone to his ex and told her he had sharp chest pains. Then he died. Five people came down with bad cases of COVID after the booster. That's all I can think of. It's a train wreck. I feel like the only person seeing... I feel like the only person seeing what is happening. Not many of them are linking the outburst of disease with you know what. Next. My daughter who's 14. Her best friend's dad died in his sleep after the second one. My neighbor's mom died in her sleep after the first one. My daughter's teacher died at 47 after the second one. My uncle went blind after the first one, then passed shortly after. Friday at my daughter's high school, a child had a heart attack. Most of the people in my area have done this, and I assume it was someone who did. I never knew any child growing up or as an adult through the 80s through 2020 that had a heart attack. I found out my oldest son had one of the baby shampoo brands, and I'm scared for him. He's been very depressed since. My other son's girlfriend is pregnant, and she got two of them. I hate this. Next. Recently received word that a beautiful friend had passed. My one liberal friend who just agreed to disagree and kept on loving me as a friend. She developed a rare pancreatic cancer that was so aggressive that it was 59 days from diagnosis to the day her husband and daughter lost her. I do not know how many she took, but know that she would have jumped to do her part. We lost three in one family within two weeks to hospital protocol. These were people my family had been close to for 25 years. And that's what I'm learning. These hospital protocols are killing people. Rob Skiba, Russ Dizdar. I'm investigating those two deaths. These are two people kind of in the Christian community. I was, I worked with Russ a little bit back in the day. And apparently they were murdered by the hospital protocol. They, I thought they had died of COVID. See, that's the misinformation that's out there too. Like just in the, through the grapevine, I just said, oh, they must have died from COVID. But I started talking to people and they're like, no, they were thrown in jail and given these protocols and died. And then you had Alex Stein's mom, who I know Alex Stein a little bit, and Don Jeffrey's brother, who I know a little bit, they died from REM death severe. My waxing injured daughter had a co-worker's desk moved next to her who had four. My daughter, who's regular as clockwork, started bleeding and didn't stop for 42 days. Didn't tell me until it was almost over. He had got her in a detox bath ASAP. Yeah, that's a good idea, detox bath. Next, this will be my first and last post. I'm compelled to share what I've seen because of my proximity. Countless people going to the ER with diverse body pains that can only, only be blood clots. A friend's daughter with fallopian tube clots shortly after the poison. Another friend's parents both dying of cardiac and neural-related problems with six months, within six months. A friend's daughter with myocarditis or peri. Doctors denied it was because of the height of the fall demic. God granted me a reprieve when they approved my religious exemption, but from what I've read, they will soon incorporate the genonator in the regular accepted perennials to get the rest of us. Next. In New York City, Mayor Adams is getting rid of the mandate for private workers, but will keep it for government workers. They want government gone. They don't have any money to pay people, and when they refuse to build infrastructure, which we need badly, which would grow the economy and put people back to work after the austerity of the pandemic, they also want Depop. Next. In one of the Polish groups, a woman wrote that she had a terrible pain in her hands since eating a 
peanut. After eating peanut, she was taken to the hospital. This woman writes that she has now tried to do an MRI three times. Each time she felt excruciating pain and the examination had to be stopped. Magnetic residence. Next. My sister passed on April 6, 2022. She was diagnosed with pre-cervical cancer in early 2019. She had a complete hysterectomy and they also removed the surrounding tissue and found no cancer cells had invaded the surrounding tissue. Later that year, her oncologist advised her and her husband to take the strawberry. Over the next two years, she had numerous rounds of chemo and surgery to fight the invading cancer cells. In early 2022, her body could not withstand any additional rounds of chemo, and she decided only to take palliative care. The cancer had returned with a vengeance in her liver, lungs, spleen, and throughout her chest and lymph nodes. Her poor body suffered so much, but she put her trust in traditional medicine. Why can't people see what is happening? Next. Hello, got the pin last August and nine days after I fell at work and was told by my boss to quit faking and get back to work. Lost complete feeling in both legs and feet, developed tremors in my right hand. Then in October of the same year while I was at the office, I had started to lose my speech and eyesight and was rushed to the ER thinking I was having a stroke. Turned out to be a TIA, a transemic something attack. After eight hours of waiting due to the thinking I was faking due to, to the jab, I was out of work from August to February of this year and was able to go back as light do office duty. As of now, my legs still don't function properly, and if I'm not better by December, I'll be fired. I was forced to take the jab or lose my job. See, it's forced. My boss won't acknowledge that. I was hurt and thinks it was an underlying issue, and I'm faking it. 13 years Army still in and eight years at my current job. Both require me to be physically fit, and now I still have a hard time walking and nowhere near as active as I used to be. My mind is foggy, and I forget people now. I'm only 33, and I'm worried my life won't be able to get back to how it used to be. Next. One of my clients, an elder, elderly man in his early 80s, had cancer. And he was doing pretty well, but soon as the release of the you-know-what in the arm, he died two weeks later. His last words to his wife, which didn't take it, and his entire family didn't want him to take it, were, quote, I just wanted to live, unquote. That's why he took it. He wanted to live, and he thought it was the best thing to do. Next. 23-year-old female colleague collapsed at work today, facial drooping and very high blood pressure. Not sure of her status, but considering people were paid here to get the blank, she probably did. But that's all I could think about while helping her. Next. I've been reading these posts for a long time, such sadness. I have a friend who decided to eat carrots two times. Told me he didn't, he hadn't, but now this is what is happening. I suspect he's eaten yet another. Pain in lower back, pain in left leg, and can only shuffle along, not walking properly at all. Pain and swelling in left ankle, bruises which are unexplained, hunch over and has lost weight. Pain in ribs and hurts to breathe, had a stroke recently since the carrots and now has speech problems. He has had scans, MRI twice, x-rays, blood tests, and the doctors can find nothing wrong with him. He spends most of his time in bed. Tells me when younger, he injured his ankle playing sport and also had broken ribs. It seems old injuries are now a problem? Question mark. He has no strength and now talks very softly. Has anyone... Had or know of similar experience. He has just turned 67. He looks 87. Next. Hello to all. And here in my company, as soon as the chocolates are out, they all rush to get some. Since I don't like chocolate, nobody understood my choice. A colleague's dad took it three times and he had a stroke that was fatal to him after the fall of a ladder. About 60 years old, very athletic. He has sadly passed away. My colleague's mom also took it three times because doctors said it would protect her, her for her heart. As a result, she fell, also fell down the stairs, and it was over for her. Finally, a third colleague, her mother, had cancer. The doctors told her again that it was to protect her. 
since she died. Now my brother two times chocolates and he had a heart attack, severe breathing difficulties. Finally, another friend who makes fun of people who don't like chocolate. He has had several strokes and heart surgery. Not to mention a friend who took two chocolates. She got sick, then had a fatal fall. And a father of my son-in-law who had a fatal motorcycle accident and it never ends. They all had too much chocolate. Next. My coworker's 19-year-old daughter had the first pineapple and immediately had a heart attack, was rushed to hospital and survived. Time rolls by and he says to me, quote, my daughter is getting her second pineapple, unquote. I asked why after having a heart attack the first time. He says, quote, well, it's still safer getting the pineapple than catching quack. And the doctor says they will monitor afterwards, unquote. I kept a poker face but was screaming inside. I told myself, don't ask how she was afterwards. And we have never talked about the topic since. Next. One, teacher passed one week after pie. Two, young high schooler now has psychotic episodes. Three, co-worker got myocarditis after first pie. Four, a girl came into hospital, unconscious, ended up double amputee. She was due days, pie pie. Four, five, a co-worker in other hospital has neurological pain, headaches, etc. They could never find any reason for her. She knew it was from pie, thought she was going to die. Six, a co-worker got transverse myelitis and had knee replacement and got multiple blood clots after her pie pie. Seven, an RN admitted to more headaches since her pie. Eight, a guy said he had a rash for one year since the day after his pie. Nine, a friend got shingles 20 minutes after her pie. Ten, a 65-year-old massive uterine bleeding the night after each pie pie. Eleven, a co-worker got pie and had surgery and almost died and now has passed out cold two times. Twelve, a friend got the Bieber three weeks after his pie. Thirteen, another hospital co-worker got the worst bout of colitis ever the day after her pie pie. Pie. When asked if she thought it was because of the pie, she said no, it would be worse if she didn't get the pie. 14. A doctor thinks he, quote, made a mistake, unquote, in taking the his and having chest pains. 15. Cardiologists and surgeons are taking prophylactic pills that a famous doctor at Baylor, Scott and White, speaks about. Very big names. Neighbor believed in it because her dad was a scientist. Her and her sister both got pie, then got more pie together again. Sister got breast cancer. Then both sisters got in interstitial cystitis and my neighbor got cold five times since pie then she got shingles they are not believers in pie ever again next my brother 33 years old healthy and fit never gets sick even as a kid and is always working out ate two apples last year around march he was diagnosed earlier this month with pericarditis and has some fluid in his heart as well as one lung only thing he felt after eating the apples was a headache and fever for two days now he has a very abnormal EKG. His lab work is all messed up. His C-reactive protein, which shows inflammation, is over 100. Now he's on treatment for three months and has on and off days. I feel so worried for him, and I can only imagine the pain and agony so many of you are going through, whether that is yourself or someone you care about that has been affected. I pray for healing for all and truth to shine in dark places so we can get out of this nightmare. The only way out is by standing together, truth. Next. A 29-year-old friend of mine from church got his on a Tuesday, went back to the doctor on Wednesday with a severe headache, dead on Friday. Official cause of death was sinus infection. Next, a loved one of mine, 68 years old, is the sole caretaker of a very sick husband. I'm pretty sure she did the dance and likely was scared into it because she's the sole caretaker of her husband and for his sake did the dance. She now has cancer. It is lymphoma behind her eyes. She looks as if she has been punched in both eyes. It is so pathetic to look at her. Radiation and chemo slated to start for her. She still has to take care of her husband, and now 
She has to do it while fighting cancer behind her eyes. I fear for her and her husband. Next. I'm so thankful to be added to this group. I'm praying for all of us and our loved ones. I posted yesterday when my request was accepted, but was something by Facebook. So I deleted it. I'm going to try again. Here's my revised post. So you know, these horrific sad things are happening here where I live in Gulfport, Mississippi, too. About six months ago, my daughter-in-law's sister's fiancé's mother is an assistant vice president of a well-known bank. And one of her employees, a lady in, in her 30s, healthy, had a mini stroke after the first you-know-what and had another mini stroke after the second you-know-what. And then after the third you-know-what, had a full-blown stroke and passed right in the bank. No news coverage whatsoever. The poor lady literally did not think each, after each of the first two you-know-whats that it was connected, in which I'm sure she was told it wasn't. Just so sad. The bank was not and is not in court requiring the you-know-what. The poor lady only got the you-know-whats for prevention. Currently, while I was shopping at a Walmart a few weeks ago, I was talking to a 25-year-old worker helping me to find an item, and we got to talking about the you-know-what. The worker told me that his 25-year-old girlfriend just passed right after getting the you-know-what and said her family she was told she didn't pass from the you-know-what and that she passed from what she was trying to prevent. Just unbelievable. Close calls. About a year ago, my own 17-year-old cousin was applying to get into college and was told the you-know-what was required. He got it and almost passed. He went into ICU the same day he got the you-know-what with heart complications. He thankfully survived but has to take meds to help his heart still. About three months ago, a friend of mine who works in a nursing home had a stroke after getting the you-know-what. She was in the hospital for like two weeks. She was required to get the you-know-what to continue employment. I hope she does not get any more you-know-whats. Next. Situation in South Africa. 32.6 fully blanked. More than 60% have not received the blank. The government is destroying billions of rands of blanks as there is no uptake and it is expiring. My husband works for an international company, and in the beginning it was pushed, but nothing mandatory. Most employees said we will do weekly testing out of pocket, but we are not taking it, but it did not come to that. We also stress that it is a trial and are prepared to go to court. The government also did not go as far as to make it law. What is now evident from our experience that the colleagues that succumb to pressure are now being diagnosed with cancer, blood pressure, shingles, and diabetes. There's not a month that goes by when someone dies suddenly over the weekend. One lady last week went for gallbladder and then died because of pancreatitis and liver failure. Strokes are numerous, but each, but because employees have good medical, the golden hour is that is crucial for treatment is reached. People were, people bounce back well. University students were forced to take the blank, so many of them died suddenly with heart attack. Many developed myocarditis. A friend wanted to attend son's wedding in USA, developed multiple myeloma, bone cancer. Busy with treatment, couldn't attend wedding. Next, found out a client of mine who survived multiple myeloma and started getting jabber doodles, even though their oncologist was against it. But the rest of the team of doctors was for it, died end of August. New crazy aggressive cancer, jabber, jabber doodles to death, less than four months. Started with the C, then every two weeks added normal ones. I am disgusted with the entire system. Next. Hi from New Zealand. I just checked with my aunt who's in her 70s and had at least two breadsticks last year and maybe more since. Following the first, she developed what was thought to be shingles and no treatments worked. Later told she had Grover's disease. Today she tells me she still has of this but is a little better. On top has had severe asthma attacks that put her back off, but she says she couldn't have been worse. She could have had COVID, which is she hasn't had, watching too much news. 
next. I'm almost, almost in tear, re, tears reading your stories. I personally have two granddaughters, as you say, ate the cookies. The oldest one made the decision on her own. So far, all is well. Only one cookie. She finally listened to her dad, my son, who hasn't, to my knowledge, eaten anymore. However, my second granddaughter, only 17, begged her stepmom to please let her eat the cookie. Hours after, was in the emergency room with seizures, seizures and loss of feeling in her legs and arms. The thing is, my daughter and her former spouse are totally against such things. After their son was diagnosed with autism, apparently steps for consent to bio parents doesn't matter. I have dear friends and family who ate the cookies. One is excited for all he can get. I'm a 66-year-old woman whose mom never pushed for cookies, nor did I for my own of any kind. My thoughts and prayers go out to those affected. The perfect storm is now affecting my son, who's told no rehabilitation if no cookies are given. Stage 4 cancer of his pancreas. He's also restricted to even see her small son because of an upkick in COVID. I'm angry for the loss of time and those I love. I'm angry for all the mistreatment from others during this mess. Still, it goes on. God bless you all. Next. My sister is an RN. They mandated that she wear a blue shirt. She wore it and immediately had a seizure. She wore the second shirt and has had seizures so bad now that she's permanently disabled. Never had health problems before. They were perfectly healthy, normal BMI, 35-year-old who had a brain bleed and stroke after the second shirt. Never had health problems before. My mom has worn two shirts and is having fainting spells. Never had health problems before. My friend had a kidney transplant. She was doing wonderfully. Never had a problem. Her doctor told her not to wear a blue shirt. She wore two shirts anyway and rejected her kidney. Now has cancer. Three friends from high school have died within the last two months. All shirt wearers, all strokes. Update to this next update to this original post. My dear friend died last night, September 20th, 2022 at 2 a.m. 68 years old, hardest working man ever. Four months ago, working on my trucks and having conversations like we always did. Now he's gone just like that. Unbelievable. And they said it was dementia. Four months ago, you couldn't hardly get a word in. Bubba had the gift of gab. Rest in peace, friend. Months ago, my mechanic was working on my truck. Today, he's in a hospice with rap rapid vascular dementia. I've never heard of this. Feeding tube inserted last week. I've known him for 35 years. He has no clue who I am. He doesn't know his son. He used to talk your ear off. Has, hasn't said a word in over a month. Four months ago, he was the hardest working 68-year-old you'd ever meet. Now basically a skeleton. He can't walk or feed himself. Doctors claim he had a stroke a year ago and didn't know it. He's now having strokes on a regular basis, one or more a week. Very strange, so very sad. Next. My daughter was 18 at the time. I did my best to talk her out of it, but she did it anyway. She had eczema as a child, but grew out of it around age four. It's back with a vengeance since the stuff. She was allergic to dog hair as a child, but grew out of that too. She's studying to be a veterinary nurse and had to spend a week on a farm with horses. She never had allergies to horses. In fact, around the time she was allergic to dogs, she had regular horse riding lessons. While on the farm, she had a major reaction to horse hair. She FaceTimed me and I watched the redness spread down her neck and arms. I thought she was going into anaphylactic shock right in front of me. Her cycle went crazy after the stuff, even though she was regular before. I think she is infertile, infertile now. She has constant blocked and bloody nose. She has a growth in her ear canal. And doctor doesn't know what it is. Has anyone heard of this? I have a sister early 50s with unexplained issues. Doctors don't know what caused it. I have a 22-year-old niece with ovary issues, possibly cysts, constantly vomiting and passing out. Her brother, my 15-year-old nephew, heart issues. Doctor says he went pale in school at age four or five, so must have had heart problems since then. All these issues post the stuff. P 
pictures are of my daughter with redness on her face before starting spreading eczema on arm and weird red marks on her hand. Next, my heart is screaming for all of you today and for myself. Well, the sister-in-law is having her bone scan today to see how far the stage four kidney cancer that wasn't there six months ago has spread. Half the world is still in denial. I already know the answer to the question that keeps repeating in my head. Why wouldn't they listen? But I can't stop hearing it. Peace be with you, everybody. Next. Mentally stressed right now. My BFF was found in car yesterday at 11 a.m. He's in the hospital. Think he had a stroke. I don't know if he did or not. He had two. Heartbreaking. That's it. They are taking me to say goodbye. OMG. Finally saw him. He's paralyzed on left. Stroke on right. No brain surgery. They also found a hole in his heart. That can wait. I was able to communicate. He was able to communicate with me. Can't talk or swallow. We watch football. Now he understands. I asked him who was going to win, and he pointed to the TV screen. He held my hand. I told him our dog, told him me and our dog were coming to live and take care of him. He laughed. Long road ahead. They keep telling me he'll never be the same again and probably live in a nursing home. He's only 60. Thank you, everyone, for all the love and support. Prayers. Next. Hi, a friend of mine ate two hot dogs. A short time after, he developed a blood clots. He was put on anticoagulants and worked for about a year. The son had exactly the same issue. Last week, he had a stroke. Since the first one, a cascade of clots has formed every day, followed by a mini stroke. Nothing seems to work. Son was laughing when I mentioned the shots. My father took the bait after be giving a flu shot a few months prior to that. 100% certain it caused his stroke. He never had any kind of shot in his life. So then three months after he's been giving the shot, he was starting to feel rough on day three, soldiering on through the most gracious, in the most gracious way. And by 30 days later, we lost him. My mom's had one and two, my brother two, plus a something on top, plus other families such as the sister and some of her children. I wasn't allowed to speak out about it. Even though the authorities were coming to do the shots on the children, the whole thing freaks me out. I recently worked in NHS, and I've heard a couple of stories, too, in the ambulance from these patients I helped move. Fit athletic guy in 40s with lymphoma, lymphoma only a few months after his shot. Then after all the chemo, he has a big femoral clot right before his discharge, a survivor. Another guy in 40s took the shot so he could travel, developed leukemia. Quite soon afterwards, he was battling through. Many patients and most just asleep to it. Many fed up at taking so many and don't see the point now. In a year's time, hospitals will be tipping over. The business of health, the ministry of health. Next, my daughter's eyesight is getting worse and worse after the second she took. She states she is not getting any more. And now she is complaining of chest pain and having a hard time breathing. She is my baby, 22, and she wouldn't listen to me. She called me her mother who would never steer her towards danger. A crazy conspiracy theorist nutbag. Wouldn't speak to me for almost an entire year because I wouldn't follow the experts or the science and get it. Along with my 36-year-old son and his girlfriend, who told me they are far more intelligent than I will ever be, who also stung my grandchildren, 10 and 6 years old, three times. The first time, my granddaughter was 5 years old. She turned 6 a few months later. She had bloody noses all summer. Made me wonder, how could they do this to their children with no solid info? Next. It's hitting kidneys really hard and livers. Well, let's face it, all organs. So many with kidney stones and big ones requiring surgery. I've also known two alcoholics who are okay health-wise. Then after the cupcake, not sure how many, they died. 
One was 37 and the other in her early 60s. I feel like people deteriorate quickly and whatever was ailing them before goes into overdrive times 100,000, praying for everybody. Next, my 32-year-old niece passed out on the floor October 11th last year and died of a heart attack. I helped my sister raise her. Six weeks later, my friend's 44-year-old son took a nap and died in his sleep. Their sister-in-law, who was a first responder, had to have gallbladder surgery. She was healing fine, took a nap, died in her sleep. My friend's 20-year-old niece just died in March. No reasoning. Everyone is making excuses for the wise to make themselves feel safe. I'm getting ready to drive to the Northwest for my niece's memorial service. I'm dreading listening to everyone talk about how proud they are that they'd help COVID be over because they did the right thing and got all the jaxes. How can they not see this? I can't talk to many people about this. It's so painful to watch. I'm so sad and furious. Next. I personally caught something in January 2020. A strange but mild head chest cold. Six weeks later, I was re-exposed to it and began the long-haul journey. In early 2021, the Canadian government couldn't hide us any longer and had discovered our Facebook group and reached out to the owner of it. They still hadn't admitted we existed, but needed us and our symptoms to try to convince others to get the jab. So in July 2021, the Canadian government acknowledged the COVID long haul. In the meantime, they were plastering our Facebook group with info claiming that the jab might improve the COVID long haul condition. This didn't ring true or make sense to me. My body was already dealing with post-COVID. Why would I further stress it by adding the jab so I didn't? In one of the few, po few post-COVID long haulers, I'm one of the few post-COVID long haulers who still hasn't been stung by the jab. I'm also one of the few who's gradually and slowly but steadily improving. I barely visit that Facebook group anymore because it's so sad to watch so many people get worse with each jab and yet be unaware of the correlation. I've also watched most of the younger people I know fall for the Canadian government fairy tale about the jab. 20-year-old female, three times for sure, maybe a fourth has developed worsening vascular infarstation after each jab now is on mad meds for vasculitis 28 year old male two jabs so his four-year-old son could play hockey and have at least one jab parent to be able to attend attend he has dealt with heart pain and issues ever since he has also had a cold since the second jab a year ago a year ago 153 year old male my neighbor physically fit massive heart attack a few days after his wife got her first jab another neighbor 49 year old male Two jabs followed by open-heart surgery for blockages. Says he hasn't felt good since second jab. His second jab had to have his second jab had to have a full hysterectomy last fall. The boyfriend has seen workmates dropping like flies. One sudden death, 53-year-old fitness fanatic, and multiple guys who have had to take early retirement due to newly onset heart problems. That's not all of them, but it's the ones that come immediately to mind. Next, from another page, makes you wonder, a very very good friend of mine passed away yesterday from a heart attack. He was 36, so young. He lives in Brazil where it looks like the coffee cupcake or the cake is very popular. Update, I just got confirmation from his wife that he did get the cake for work. My auntie, my favorite auntie, didn't take her Wheaties, thank God. But my daughter, cousin, went to her auntie's house in some way, came back already having her Wheaties. This was the last year some time. I'm not happy because I've been telling my family not to eat no darn Wheaties. My auntie is very religious and has spiritual discernment, but people say she's kind of fanatical. Her son took it as well. Her granddaughter that took it now has chest pain at 14 years old and no prior health issues. She also has postural 
orthostatic tachycardia called POTS. She's fainting and falling now. My aunt is distressed. I talked with her and gave it to her straight about what I'm seeing and know from my experience in healthcare. Her son that took it is her only child. The granddaughter that took it is already has a deceased mother. This is so bad. And that auntie that took my cousin to get the weedies was, I was saying she really needs to be confronted, like seriously, physically confronted. Also, my aunt and her son are going to have to cover all these doctor bills associated with the injured child. As I understand it, these Wheaties just wear you down until you die, basically. My auntie had one son. He ate his Wheaties. One of his four daughters took her Wheaties. My auntie is very hurt, and so am I. Next, pretty sure my daughter's piano teacher's husband that was just diagnosed with stomach cancer is from the Cherries. He's only maybe 28 years old or so, and he just had a baby a month ago. It's very sad. He's waiting to see what stage of cancer he has. It's If it's bad, they're talking about taking out his stomach. He's starting chemo immediately. Next, a lifelong friend gave her husband who was diagnosed with Alzheimer's oatmeal. She had one bowl herself. She believed the oatmeal would be good for him, and she, she loved him. And as his caregiver, she ate it too. He had difficulty with memory, but he loved the outdoors, and they both spent much time outside. Days after eating the oatmeal, he began to fall. His falls increased over the next two weeks. It came to a point where he was in his recliner and his wife could not get him to move or respond. Home health came in and immediately put him in hospice. His health deteriorated quickly. And even with medication, his final days were in great pain. He passed away. His wife told me she was going through paperwork a few months later and realized he passed away one month from eating the oatmeal. She understands now. She herself says she does not feel the same since ingesting it also. Next, SAL blood clots in her lungs seems to be doing okay. Friend got tumors and fibroids on her uterus and ovaries, had a hysterectomy. Employer's husband in the hospital was something that appears to be Guillain Barre syndrome. Early 60s, now using a walker, little use of one arm. Friend, age 55, diagnosed with breast cancer in July. Daughter's 16 year old friend had been diagnosed with a condition where your extremities are always cold. I've seen this one discussed before, and I know she's had the pudding. Customer said she started having heart palpitations in the last few months. Another customer said in the last six months, he's developed rheumatoid arthritis. These are the ones I can think of at the moment. Next. My brother was in the hospital a couple weeks ago with heart pain, and they said likely pericarditis. He's 34 with no previous conditions, double stamped. Just got a call today that my dad, late 60s, had a heart attack on a cruise ship in Alaska. They're metaplaning him back to Canada as he needs open heart surgery and needs his aortic valve replaced no previous heart or blood pressure conditions triple stamped stamped please say a prayer next my daughter's friends have died suddenly of a heart attack he was a healthy 36 year old man with no history of heart problems he had two cherries plus one cherry recently i mean i just could keep reading next two of my son's friends got the jab one passed out an hour later and one cannot get out of bed they are only 16 please pray for that they come out of it, USA. I mean, there's just so many stories. I can't read them all. My niece is an RN. She got the first after the second, had an awful time, so much pain in her lungs hurt for 12 hours, then she was fine. She said she's going back for the next one. I told her she shouldn't. How will she know it won't be worse? She said it was only 12 hours of misery. She got it and was much worse. She almost went to the ER but made it through. So far, so good. She said no more. Had one back in October 2021, not dead, but permanently disabled and bedridden with several severe illnesses from it. Myocarditis, pericarditis, 
costochondritis, POTS, mast cell activation syndrome, autoimmune positive, extremely high inflammation markers, organs inflamed, blood work is all over the place, lactic acidosis, hypovolemia, vertigo, tremors, chronic fatigue syndrome, vomiting, looking at possible pulmonary arterial hypertension. My life is basically over. I'm in constant pain and can hardly move. I try to warn everyone I know I've had no improvement. Next, thank you for the invite and add. 48-year-old healthy male got the quack December 2021, ended up with a hospital stay for six weeks. They talked him into having a banana before he even left the hospital, had a second banana. Two weeks ago, he had a heart attack. All arteries were perfectly clean except for four blood clots in the Widowmaker. Now he has a stint and on blood thinners alive for now. My best friend of next, my best friend of 30 years is gone forever. He promised me he wouldn't get another sheep. After his second in March, he started having anaphylactic reactions. I told him after being alive for 40 years and never having what it, it, what it changed, he acknowledged that the sheep was the only thing new. He promised me he wouldn't get another one. He freaking promised. He was my best friend. I'm so sad, lost, sad, and angry. Losing my sister and now him a few months apart. He went last Friday and got a booster. Saturday, he died from brain aneurysm walking across his yard. F the government, F the mainstream media and doctors. I'm broken and lost. Lost. Next, my daughter-in-law's father got the first two. and theme, he started to have heart problems when his health was very good before the juice. Two weeks ago, he had some strokes and now is struggling with memory and dexterity issues. Next, my dad had two juices and died, had his diabetes went insane. Up to 601 moment and 53 the next morning. It took several days to control it. Then my parents continued on and got two follow-up juices. His diabetes once again skyrocketed to over 600. He was weak and seemed for, to forget how to walk. In a few morning, a few more morning readings of 53 blood sugar. No one listens. I'm not respecting science. Lord help us. My stepfather has had three junkers and has since had a heart attack and now has galloping diabetes and his color is off and he's lost a ton of weight. He's also getting blood blisters that lop on top of the skin. Has anyone experienced or know of anyone that has experienced something like this? Do you think that this is a result of the junkers? Doctors say it's his meds. I'm from next. I'm from Quebec, Canada. My son, 18, got the jab two times, and now he has a heart problem, always sleepy. I did not approve this. I'm really scared to lose him. I pray every day. Next, my dad was in assisted living and was forced to take four jabs or be kicked out. After his fourth, he got shingles and began swelling in his abdomen, legs, and feet. He progressively worsened until he couldn't breathe and died yesterday. Next, I had a client in my office two days ago with terrible vision symptoms and now suffering from clots. Her daughter told me with a worried look, quote, I hope we haven't made a fatal decision by getting her juiced, unquote. When will people learn that they still have a free will to stand up for their personal beliefs? Next, my girlfriend got the juice to keep her care, job in care. She had arthritis. Since the juice, she'd gone downhill in a big way. Ironically, she'd been so bad, she'd not been able to work. She'd go in for physio. She got nodes on her fingers, all the bent like a witch, and her foot also giving her pain. Hopefully, she will now stabilize. Next, my granddaughter in Connecticut lost her baby, a late-term pregnancy, day before yesterday. Our family has lost five babies from five, three granddaughters since the you-know-what. Yeah, it's like a family annihilator. This is a family annihilator. Next, my dad's friend, 58, male, is a physical therapist in Michigan, USA. 
he had to take at least three to keep his job because they were unwilling to improve any exemptions. He developed brain cancer and is, isn't expected to see next year. They told him it was a death sentence after discovering it. Someone Next, someone tonight someone mentioned to me that a workman, workmate began walking in circles, turning left. They found out he had a stroke. The person then told me the workmate had one earlier this year. I asked, did he have the quack? They work in an industry that's been mandated for it. The person said, I don't know, but I could see the lights come on in their eyes. Next, my sister got the meal deal with all the extras since it has been offered and now diagnosed with diabetic retinopathy, macular degeneration, cataracts, and glaucoma. There's also some kind of inflammation or mass behind one eye. She is 59 years old. She's planning on getting any and all future meal deals still and in complete denial about how unhealthy they are. I feel so sad. Next, so many crazy things, but the cancers are really shocking. These stories you're reading are what I'm seeing daily. I have an exemption from the vax where I would have quit and left nursing. I did get fired already from one hospital, which told my beliefs are not bona fide. I was lucky to get another job where they granted my exemption. I have worked through the whole pandemic. I got the original COVID once from my son, not patients, although I'm seeing patients at home with COVID and have not had an unvaccinated COVID since December 2021. They're all vaxxed. One crazy story I've never seen before in my 19 years of nursing, never seen a person lose an arm from a blood clot within two weeks of the clot. Eight-year-old woman with no cardiac history, not even high blood pressure, got the third vax and left arm, got a clot in her left arm around elbow, blood thinners failed, attempted surgery to clear clot, surgery failed, fingers went black, took the arm above the elbow, never seen that before. This is just one of many. Next, bedtime. Oh, that's, that's, that's from the owner, T.I.M. <coughs> next my friend's mom died recently her memorial will be in october the same friend died tonight they both have the jays perhaps there will be a double memorial next i'm sorry to hear the sad news is anyone noticing that the juice boxes are negatively affecting some genetics more than others mother child cousins entire some entire families are getting wiped out only the lucky ones surviving it's very sad in North America, they're just about to start pushing the next round of juice boxes. Even people I know who had strokes out of the blue aren't able to discern healthy juice and unhealthy juice. It's very sad and far from over. Next, my 35-year-old nephew yesterday passed away suddenly. No illness. He has two young boys. We are absolutely devastated. He has had the egg twice. The coroner is performing autopsy. He was super healthy and athletic man. Fiance went to drop off boys at school came back to find him pale. Next. Hello all, my wife's fitness trainer, mid-50s and top fit. Like all trainers, she had taken the juice. My wife was still talking and joking with her. Only hours later, she died in her sleep. Next. Hello. Last year, my ex-husband went for it. Our daughter had a discussion with him about it. He said, quote, there are so many stories going around, unquote. So he went for his second one. 19 late days later, he was dead. Healthy guy, captain of his indoor cricket team, got a sudden heart attack and died instantly. Never had any heart problems. Next. My sister's adopted son's sister died suddenly, dropped dead at the store, 29 years old, with no history of illness. Everyone in their era, area ate a bunch of carrots because they were led to believe safe, effective, and life-saving. Another senseless death due to carrot reaction. Next. Argued like crazy with my first cousin about the bullet. That's what you shoot, ain't it? Wouldn't listen. She had what Dr. Faust recommended. 
Her non-vitamin C came back with a vengeance. She did not survive. Next, my 39 coworker recently had a stroke, returned to work barely able to function. Now management is looking for reasons to fire him after pressuring him to do the dance. Shows up last night unable to speak and gets carted off in an ambulance, likely having another episode. Haven't gotten an update yet. Another victim. Say a prayer for John. It just goes on and on. Next, flight attendant. Had my first passenger die in flight from heart attack a few weeks ago. Perfectly healthy passenger. Cannot believe how many fellow flight attendants and pilots who have drank the Kool-Aid just to fly the international flights. And they are having strokes, heart problems, bleeding problems, weird eye infections, and are not connecting the dots. I get nervous to fly. Passengers are looking more sickly, and I don't want to lose another one in flight. Hours up in a metal tube with probably not 75% of the packs drunk from the sangria. Not feeling so good. Next. What a morning. Friend posted a prayer request for a 33-year-old female healthy cousin with four kids who had a heart attack yesterday, now on life support. Sent it to my brother, and then he told me about one of their vendors hired a 30-year-old guy two weeks ago, and last Friday, heart attack and now gone, USA. I think that's enough story. This is another thing. They're starting to have kind of uh, things going on. React19.org, you can check out. They're going to D.C. React19 family and fellow V injured gathered in Washington, D.C. this week to meet with federal agency representatives and over 30 senators and congresspeople, evenly split between Democrats and Republicans, with the mission of creating change by moving policy that will reduce our suffering. So if people have been injured, you can get involved with that. Um, there's also been a lawsuit against Remdesivir here in California uh, without informed consent. So that's that's an interesting update. This is an interesting slide because the vax rate correlated with case rates. So you can see global vaccinations and then global hotspots for injuries. This is from the New York Times, 8th of June, 2022. But... You can see that Europe seems to have been targeted. I mean, if you look at this, the people who are having a lot of injuries are in Europe. I mean, if this is correct, it's really remarkable. And Australia and some of the Asian countries, Japan, uh, Vietnam. Myocarditis, PSA, there's like an ad now playing in New York if your child has myocarditis. I've never heard of that. 70% of young persons do not recover from myocarditis. So it's a hellscape. Uh, refusing this. And then, you know, I heard that Cass Sunstein has worked, has been working for the uh, WHO. So that's a shame. Um and he's written Ethics of Influence, Government in the Age of Behavioral Science. So you're seeing a lot of behavioral science, I think, was behind a lot of the, the jabs. Weaponization of conspiracy theories supposedly is happening. Um, this is uh, from Rumble, Pierre Corey. Every day I'm forced to watch the same horror movie about people clamoring for lethal jabs while unaware of the bodies piling up everywhere. Pharma, media, propaganda, and censorship is so powerful that it can lead people to be complicit in their own demise. That one. They changed their guidance. 
wealthy people are asking for unvaccinated crew. I think that's very telling. They don't want uh, people like that. There's the grand jury investigation, criminal grand jury. You can watch a lot of this stuff. I think it's very well worthwhile. I guess there's a criminal co complaint against Bill Gates in India. See how that works out. And then hell is empty. The devils are all here. That's a 90 minutes, guys. Do you got any questions or anything before I wrap this up? This will not stay on YouTube. Um, and I will take this down right now. You can find it on William Ramsey Investigates. iTunes podcast. Adam. Thank you.